Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1991's Killer Nerd, guess what? Don't even worry about it. We'll just tell you about the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Sit back, relax. Even if you're at work, uh, crack open a cold one. It's going to get real. You can catch us at Colt 45 Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube. We got some funny-ass fucking videos there. Uh, song parodies, the whole fucking nine, dude. Um, we're on Google Play, Stitcher, Satchel, iTunes. We actually would like you to get on the uh, Podbean app because I can actually see you guys when you guys add on. And we got some pretty cool dudes. The big homie Ace. Appreciate you following us. Uh, Lerv's Cupcakes. <laughs> Good looking out, homie. Appreciate you adding on. And RS, uh, RSmith2180, man. What is up? Thank you guys for adding on for the Podbean app. If you want to get a shout out at the beginning of the show, add us on Podbean. Subscribe. You might get the show a day early. Who fucking knows, man? Uh, today, Code 45 is powered by Ciroc. Oh, Diddy Edition. Yeah. Oh, take that, take that, take that. And our guest is powered by Off Brand Fruit Punch. Oh, yeah. You straight edge. That's right. Happy That's Edge Day, everyone. I need to play uh, some CM Punk in there. Not the UFC fight, please. <laughs> oh, he got massive. You are now listening to Cult 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to a special, special edition of Cult 45 Podcast. I'm your host, Beaton. Now, today I'm joined by Mr. Being Black. And we have a special guest, folks. We had him last time for the epic <laughs> No Retreat, No Surrender episode. <laughs> he came back once again and he brought us. One of the most hellacious dumpster fires that can be seen from space. <laughs> Kill a nerd is none other than Joey Motherfucking Carlo. What is going on, bro? Nerd, 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 nerd. <laughs> Boy, what? <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? Nothing much. I gotta, I gotta uh, just jump into the question real quick. Mm-hmm. What sure. made you pick this movie, man? Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This movie has a very special place in my heart. Um, a long, long time ago in a galaxy not so far away, <laughs> my friends and I in uh, probably about eighth grade, ninth grade would walk to the video store on half days from school and we would spend hours trying to find the worst movies in the store to rent, bring home and kind of do our own little mystery science theater thing in the living room. Nice. And Killer Nerd was one we kind of discovered just randomly in the horror section. It became a borderline obsession to us. <laughs> I think it has a lot to do with the, uh, however you feel about the movie, the cover art is very catchy. It pulls you in. It was, there, there were just days when I'd be standing in the hallway and my friend, would Corey, would walk over and be like, what are you doing, boy? <laughs> <laughs> and nobody, would, I mean, honestly, on the face of the earth, how many people have even seen no this movie to start with? Nobody. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just. It's always been there, and I, it's one of those bad movies I always try to foist on people, but people won't accept. So this is my way of bringing Killer Nerd to a larger audience. All right, that's okay. to be 100 fair. Like you know, you know, me and Black know Joy to call out the back of our hands, man. But for the folks who are just now initiated, didn't go back to the earlier episodes, can you please hit them with your social media presence, like the pro that you are? Sure. Um, I am regularly found weekly on So Wizard Podcast, where you can find us on SoWizardPodcast.com. 
You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and the Stitcher Radio app on your tablet or smartphone. Beat them down. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. awesome. Well, let me ask you this. You're What's your latest episode about? He's a robot. You saw him freeze. He almost said Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I did almost I did almost slip in the Tom, yeah. I'm sorry, Black. Our, my our most no, I was recent... just asking him, yeah, what's the most recent episode? Sure, about? our most recent episode, we talked a lot about Anna Kendrick mm-hmm. uh, supposedly playing Robin, and that okay. is an ongoing topic on our podcast is whether she can get it or not. So That's we do argue about that quite a bit. Um, I will be on the side of the yes, but some people really? will be on the no. Really? Yeah, well, well, not. it's not like a screaming yes. I mean – Kind of like, uh, a, like an under the table, yes. Like, like yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Well, okay, fair. That's fair. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers, but you know. Yeah, no, she's definitely a soft six, but. <laughs> I always know, think I mean, about the Bristol stool chart every time you, <laughs> you gauge <laughs> chicks because you always do either a hard or a soft. It's like uh, someone's like poop every time. Well, you know, this is the thing. If if one of your girlfriends or your boyfriends introduced her as their significant other, you would be like, oh wow, his girlfriend's pretty cute. That's pretty awesome. On a celebrity scale, I mean, it's a it's a much harder scale. That's you know? true. When you, when you say it that way, you're doing a celebrity scale versus like across the street. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because she, she was taking out the trash one day. I'm like, oh snap, who's that? Until she opens her mouth and shows her rat teeth. Anyway, yeah, you know, I mean, if your friend was like, hey, meet my girlfriend, you'd be like, wow, dude, good job, yeah, you not, know? Not bad. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, anyone who's my friend, pretty much, if you like, oh, you have a girlfriend at all? Oh, yeah, that's wow. <laughs> good on you. <laughs> Let's get this movie started, man. I hope she's into podcasts. Right? We're gonna we're gonna shoot the shit all day on so we can go get this shit started. So let's crack into Killer Nerd, which is a uh, trauma film. Uh somewhat. Uh, somewhat. Like I think I think trauma kinda adopted this one. Yeah, they just took over distribution of it maybe like ten years ago. Nice. Oh, okay. So which uh, is good because it means that there is still a chance that this was not made tongue in cheek in any way, shape, or form. So. Uh, wait, wait, this movie was supposed to be legit? It's possible. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't see it. Cause, uh, okay, when the movie starts, dude, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I put in my notes. You know, the movie is good when you get a VHS like porn intro. Mind you, I didn't realize, I didn't realize what was about to happen before the shit started though. Cause I just saw how it was like, you know, you get the black screen and the uh, white letter text that's like real shaky and shit. I was like, oh, we're about to, it's about to get X rated. And sure, fucking enough. Thank you, Joey. For hey. We got a nice trashy tri- <laughs> trashy strip cheese right off the bat. She looked straight out of those commercials at like three in the morning that want you to call in and talk to them. Oh, do they still make those commercials? <laughs> they do. I they saw really one do. a few weeks ago. It's insane. Remember the, uh, like, the Lost mm. Art is the uh, the late night text us now commercials. I missed that one. Why? I don't know why people would text them. Like it's like I know. <laughs> dumbest shit text us now for hot messages like what i didn't even i never got the phone sex thing i mean like, I, I can kind of get that no no for the amount of money that you have to pay i'd rather just cold call a stranger and attempt <laughs> to talk seriously <laughs> hopefully that it works <laughs> Jesus. It, was a, it was a different time man there was no internet oh yeah you're gonna take that trash out yeah, <laughs> I like how the cold call will start like an actual sales call, and then like just slowly go into sex. Like, are you the head of the household? Yes. Are you married? No. What, what exactly well, are you no. wearing? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like it or butt? You have a script ready and everything. But uh, no. this is the greatest intro. It is absolutely. This is how every movie should start. Now you know the only problem with uh, the intro with well with the way that I generally 
gather my movies, uh, I had to make sure that I was downloading the right thing. I was like, uh, is this 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 is is this correct? Because as she kept removing articles of clothing, I was like, how far is this gonna go? Yeah, because I'm watching on YouTube, so I'm like, uh, clearly they're gonna cut off at the boobs part, right? No, they just like blurred it a little bit on YouTube. Do they have? Dude, that was not a legit blur. They blurred her reaching <laughs> for her bra, and then it straightened I was, out as her nips flew out. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I was surprised that they actually showed it. I'm like, what? This wasn't a restricted video. I'm not, but, bro, because they they put yeah. uh, snippets of Serbian film on YouTube for Christ's sake. Oh, so. Jesus. Yeah. So I I wouldn't put nothing past YouTube. I would have been shocked if like uh, somebody got their neck sawed off in the middle of that video, dude, and I missed it. Oh, that was dark. Uh, <laughs> so, of course, this is a dream sequence. And our boy, uh, uh, what's the name? Harold Cuckold. Harold Cuckold. Cuckold. Excuse me. I almost said Cuckold. It's too close. That's what it is. That's, it'll always be that in my mind. You're right. So, um, we see our old friend, the Garfield phone. I was just going to say, we clearly are reminded right off the bat this takes place in the same universe as Ninja Terminator. The exact same. Yeah, it's the, it's the expanded universe. <laughs> The Garfield phone <laughs> expanded universe. It's all connected, bro. It made my day. I was like, our, our old friend, good old Garfield phone. That's when that I was do... your first signal to stop yeah. watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. If there's a Garfield phone anywhere in your movie, bro, it's absolute garbage, dude. Like, hopefully we can uh, continue the trend because that shit made my fucking day, dude. But as uh, soon as this guy starts talking, <laughs> holy shit. Awkward pauses the movie. <laughs> so okay, so so real talk. Who thought he was just acting? Who thought that uh, this is exploitation of somebody with Aspergers right off the bat? I'll let Joey take it first. What do you think? <laughs> I'll let well, you when, sink politically. When this movie first came out, there wasn't uh, so much Peace out and about about uh, that type of stuff. So he, people were just thought of as weirdos. Um, he did the, uh, initially. I thought that it was acting, but as the movie goes on, and I don't know exactly how to explain this, I saw that it was coming to him way too naturally. Like, mm-hmm. um, one of the fields that I, I deal is is in psychiatric work, and I saw it. I was like, this is somebody I could see walking in. <laughs> like, not even reminded, being mean. It just reminded me of working back at GameStop when, like, a Sonic the Hedgehog game would come out. Oh, yeah. Real talk, you gotta have that uh, shit going on to like play those games. Still, just saying, the games are fucking terrible. <laughs> but uh, dude, he—I don't think I could do it justice doing the voice. So I'm not even gonna fucking attempt it. But uh, just straight serial killer vibe right off the bat. I was very uh, <laughs> disturbed, and uh, I felt bad for him, dude, until he started eating breakfast. Why did that last so long? What there are a lot of scenes that just kept going with the, no oh, real they, end game. Because they had they had to hit the ninety minute mark, bro. Like <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> this movie could have been done in like twenty five minutes on some real shit. No shit. Like this could no be, shit. Yeah, this this could have been an excellent short film, but because there were fifty minutes, you know, of him getting picked on, which could have very well been fifteen. There was about a half an hour of him walking back and forth to the mailbox. Oh, dude. oh man. I love the walking scenes. We're, we're going to get to that because um, like he uh, he's getting dressed and getting ready for uh, work because uh, he talked to his mom about it. His mom is basically saying, hey, try to talk to old girl at your job. Uh, accentuate the positives. Quick note. 
never get it dating advice from your mom. Like that always never works. That whole be yourself shit. Sorry, kids, doesn't work. Well, be the asshole, as we can see later in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but technically, if you, if you refer to your mom as mother, like you're already lost. There's nothing I can do for you. Like just just saying. True. True. Just saying. Being serious and not asking for money. Another thing, just with this guy, like you automatically, if you were ever a nerd, don't what this movie really does hit on really well. If you were ever a nerd, you have a feel for, or have a friend like this, not necessarily that dorky, but that just can't seem to figure it out. You kind of get the feels watching this movie. Oh, a yeah, of, course, of course. I don't know if it's just me, no, no, but I was like, damn it. Right there with you. No, this no. reminds me of high school. I've blown so many. I mean, dude, if, if I. If what? I, you said you've blown. Let me finish. I was just wondering <laughs> how this. No, finish. no, stop right there. That's fine. I've blown plenty of. I'm like. <laughs> no, seriously. Pretty though, huge like, autistic man. Right, right. <laughs> At truck stops. <laughs> Fucking public rest stops. No, but seriously, I, I fucked up a lot of opportunities with chicks. Uh, my ratio would have been way better if I had the uh, sentiment I have now, dude. I've, I've dude. blown. Well, if you had some me. slick dick tape, you would have been all right. I know, right? Dude. There, I I am the king of that type of stuff. It's the, the king. It's the Nothing can ever defeat me in being completely oblivious with absolutely no game. So. It's the worst. Dude, like, literally, like, fuck, fuck. Like, with the flash shit, I'll run back in time and just get laid more. <laughs> I wouldn't change any other mistake <laughs> I made in my life. I'd be like, no, she wants that. She wants it. She wants it every time. <laughs> I'll come back to the present with like four SCDs, probably. Nobody in in this on this podcast has ever refused sex to watch Super Mario Brothers cartoons. Well, I have. Wait, Whoa, what age wait. were you when this happened? Hold on, stop. time out. What time age out. were you when this? No, happened? no, no, no. I got a more a more important question. Was it a Captain Lou? Yes. Me? Yeah. Well, it was Friday, so it was Zelda. But yeah. Okay, fair enough. As long as it was no. Lou Albano, I'm no, down. No. What age were you? I. Seventeen. Oh my god! <laughs> Inexcusable. Uh, I, yeah. I don't care who this albino character is that you speak of. He's an awesome. Don't wrestler. care. Don't you dare. Don't care. He's a national I don't treasure. care. But seventeen um, sex. So like when is when his dude's getting ready? Oops, shit. When his dude's getting ready to I see? Thought, I told you I've been drinking. Your penis, your penis was rebelling. <laughs> <laughs> when his dude's getting ready to like talk to this chick, so he's getting ready for work. He shaves, cuts himself, get that stupid trope. But he slaps on his dope-ass uh, Colonel Sanders tie out of fucking nowhere. And he's uh, tight-ass fucking pants and <laughs> continues to walk to work because he has no car, of course. Cause he's, you know, why would he have one? That's why everybody was so fit back then. My favorite scene there, because like, it's a lot of scenes of him walking, but I love how uh, there's one bad edit where you could tell he's looking at the cameraman and the cameraman's like, Go! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah. shit!" And he starts walking. That's that's my favorite scene uh, out of out of that movie, as far as all the walking scenes is concerned. When he really needed to be told to when to walk, and they couldn't cut that shit right. <laughs> Enter these two assholes in the uh, members only leather jackets, just like fucking with them out of nowhere. Yes, the, the most likable characters in the movie. I like how they do. Uh, they have names. Well, not 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 at this point because that's crucial. That's part of the plot development. But um, they show up, and I love how they get like this broke ass garage band <laughs> music in the background. <laughs> like they clearly... just appear and have their own metal soundtrack. <laughs> but it's like in a fucking like far away garage somewhere, dude. Like the sound quality is so bad. You, like you know it's legit garage band. Like that's a real garage band, and you know that they knew this is our big break, guys. Let's fucking rock out, and the, <laughs> you could barely fucking hear it. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Everything about that scene had me fucking dying, dude. Because they were just shredding their asses off. You couldn't hear shit. Couldn't hear shit. Oh, my God. This shit kills me, dude. Uh, um, they were the least intimidating <laughs> bad guys that I've ever seen in a, an emotion. <laughs> Seriously, like, if those guys came to me, hey, man, I'm like, fucking beat it, nerds. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> One did look like a watered-down version of the uh, of the guy from Warriors, the bad guy from the... From the uh, was it the Rogues? He looked like a really, about really... the Warriors come out and play? Yeah, yeah, he looked like... No, one... he looked like a... He looked like the toughest guy from the orphans. He looked like a photocopy of a photocopy of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in my notes, because uh, like this is during the watch at work, uh, in my notes I put, "Boy, them pants are snug." <laughs> <laughs> and whoever would have thought that would have turned into a thing? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that was gonna fucking like come back to bite me, dude. But I was like, dude, this boy need to loosen up them fucking pants just a little bit. But uh, this is what throws me off. So he he gets to work and he's talking to this chick who. Uh, well, you missed the best part when oh, they're making bad. fun of him and he's like, "Look at this umbrella. This boy is ready for the rain." Oh yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> they had to have been riffing. They had to have been off fucking script. I feel like every time they showed up, it wasn't scripted, dude. Because <laughs> like later on, they, they 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 mentioned how they call him something and they never did it when they first saw him. They never called him the ladies' man, did they? I didn't hear that shit. Um. I don't remember. I, I thought about that. I don't remember them calling. No, they that. did because they were like um, telling him he needed to get a book that taught him how to shave. Oh, and then they yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. That was this boy ain't had pussy since pussy had him. Oh, yeah. That was actually a good one. But the worst one was, uh, what was that joke? It was like, oh, he hasn't had trim since he went to the barber or some shit. I was like, oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Terrible, terrible but I like how they turned it up later in the movie, though, because it was really bad shit talking, and then it got just super dark. Yeah, it took a whole left turn there. They, but I, they, I could they, legitimately watch, like, a two-hour movie of them just verbally abusing him at the bus stops. So. Right, right, because that was, that was funny, but, like, oof. It's like, it's like they had a fucking uh, conference call after that. Like, you know what? That was really weak. <laughs> like, next time we see him, we got to go. We got to get real. Like, okay, I'm down with that. So after this is when he goes to the office, correct? Yes. Good God, man. That was his. It was really awkward what he was trying to do. Hit. I felt like, like it was me trying to hit on bitches. I mean, but I think you would pick a better date. <laughs> like, okay, I was confused at first. I felt like, um, because uh, she had really bad braces, by the way, the chick he's talking to. So I figured he had a shot because she's kind of giving him play, I thought. Cause she was like continually talking to this guy. And he's an absolute fucking creep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just. On paper, he's a huge creep, and he wouldn't fucking do it, dude. But I thought she was into him until he asked her <laughs> to go. Number one, I'm sorry, church, anything, not a, it's a really idea. bad idea, terrible idea. No. Then, then you're gonna add your mom into it because one thing, bring like, mother, right? It's one thing to be like, hey, I'm on some, team, you know, some Tim Tebow shit. You know, you either with it or you're not. You know, uh, you might get some play because, like, oh, he's he's like really into that shit, and he's not gonna try to bang me. Let me talk to him. You might get a shot. You might. But you throw in that mom shit, it's 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 fucking uh, Norman Bates all over again, dude. Like nobody wants a part of that shit. I'm really confused as like this was the hottest girl they could get for an active speaking role in the movie. Yeah, dude, because the hot chicks are for the like the boobies and stuff. But come on, man. Yeah, they're like a bunch of bored '80s sluts in the rest of the movie, and then there's this chick that looks like a young Elizabeth <laughs> Warren. Um, uh, 
I like how she act like somebody's mom though. Like every time she talks, she, she's like, like an old lady kind of. Like she was channeling like an old person. You ever notice that? Well, it, it certainly makes you feel even worse for Harold because these are the cool people in the office. Jesus. No, they're the only people in the. Office. Well, they're the only people. So let's talk about this douchebag that just rolls up out of nowhere. Dude. <laughs> My God. Please. Now, somebody. did he have a? I don't remember him having a name. I don't remember him having a name at all. I don't. Douche nozzle. I don't know. He was the worst. He was the fucking worst. This guy. Well, he he was, but he was getting he was getting chicks. He got a chick. And she was hey. not hot. Like he literally just got. Well, you know, it's all about proxy. You ever been to a bar with everybody's ugly, and the, you got a bartender with just big breast? She enough. wins just by proxy. Fair enough. That's a fair point. Yeah, we used to have. Uh, you know, there's different scales all the time. You know, when I used to work at certain jobs, you know, we'd work with a girl who, on a regular basis, would probably be a three or a four. But after like eight or nine hours of not seeing any other girls, it's exactly like the hottest chick you ever seen at that point. You got to yeah. accentuate the positive. That's right. right. <laughs> the dick is a tricky demon, dude. <laughs> he, he will literally be like, I mean, she has no ass, but she has a really good gene selection. You're right. Uh, so this guy like jokes about like uh, Spanish fly having a huge fucking cock, like all types of shit, dude. That's just not cool. But this that is where like an HR nightmare come to life. Oh my god! But this is where I drew the fucking line. He started talking shit about Batman. I was like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Okay, he did say one thing that was funny. And he's like, hold on, I need to scratch my dick. I was like, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> the fact that he went to his ankle like annoyed me. I That's was like, what I'm saying. That was, you could have really scratched your knee and that'd have been appropriate, but you went to your, I mean, to the base of his shoe. <laughs> like a it asshole. was funny enough to where I'm, I know that I'm going to use that at one, some uh, point in time. He literally, like, he went so far to his Achilles tendon and scratched that shit. Like, like God damn, bro. Jesus. It's, fu- it's funny that it, it's such, it's an older movie, so. Harold reading comic books is considered like Nerdy. an affront to God. He's like, hey, Harold, <laughs> he's still reading them their comical books. Ugh, and nowadays, uh, you know, all that stuff is mainstream. So the people that don't know what, what that stuff is are the people that are ostracized. Yeah, and and, and that was really interesting watching this movie, like kind of like the uh, just the climate of how things are. Because everything that Harold's into is totally cool now. Like, super cool. Not even worth making fun of. Like, it's literally like, oh, you don't know who Iron Man is? Piece of shit. That's weird. Super He's ahead of his time. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, his personality wouldn't save them, though. <laughs> he he would have <laughs> oh, made shit. it just like, like okay, I'll play online with him, but I'll leave it at that. Like, he, he would have uh, maybe. He would have been. He would have been on one of those co- commercials for, like, it gets better for autistic people. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. God damn, that was that was a rough one. So, who's been in this position where they try to uh, get out of hanging out with somebody and try to make plans or pretend they have a plan for that day and then not ask what the day was first? <laughs> Who hasn't? It's more like uh, boy, dude. I was like, mm, been there. It's the worst. I'm really good at it now though, because I'll just be like, what day is it? <laughs> like, I don't fuck around. I don't fuck. Around. I made that mistake once. Never again. Never again. Oh, it's on Friday. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Here, I, I'm going. I'll be there. It's just the fucking worst. But, uh, so this dude basically fails miserably, takes his ass back home. He's watching, uh, <laughs> Tribar, the barbarian. <laughs> and, uh, the first thing that popped in my head was fucking Trogdor. I couldn't help it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. That was the first fucking thing. 
And uh, we get this dope ass commercial. What is it doing? a commercial or is it like a haiku? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out. Well, I'm like, what is this break? Uh, out of nowhere, you got this guy with um, looks like uh, was it was it um, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart glasses, <laughs> yeah, sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's <laughs> if you don't know what year it is, dude, you know right off the fucking bat. He you see those like shades. he was straight out of like the rhythm section of Kaja Gugu or something. <laughs> a deep fucking cut, bro. Jesus there you go. Christ. Yeah, I don't even know what a Kajagugu is. Get your week Wikipedia out, kids. No, you know, I'm, I was halfway there by the time you finished this statement. You gotta you got figure out if it's a C or a K. But, uh... <laughs> I'm assuming it's a K. I'm assuming. It's a K. Something that weird. Yeah, but Slick Dick. Yeah, our boy Slick Dick shows up, bro. And, uh, it's a, it's a pretty funny, uh, infomercial, man, where he's teaching you how to be a <laughs> insufferable douchebag. <laughs> And I like how I like how my brain is thinking, you know, like not cassette tapes. Cause he said cassette tapes, but I'm thinking VHS tapes, the entire time. So he's like, he's selling these tapes. He's trying to like push how to get chicks and shit. And I love how it's eighty dollars or seventy nine ninety five, plus shipping and handling. I'm like, this dude is totally trying to get this guy for eighty bucks, which is like easily three hundred dollars eighty money. That I is like an inexcusable went, price for that. I'm sorry. I went to a, uh, a a conversion calculator per time period for inflation, <laughs> and it literally equates to $284. Holy shit, I was, I was if close. I was close. to buy it in 2016. I was fucking close. That is dope. Holy shit. That is also fucking horrifying. <laughs> That's a shit ton of money. That is really bad inflation, though, dude, for... But oh, wait, but on the same note, on the same note, Jesus. in that, if in, in your early 20s, if you thought that a tape could get you laid consistently, would it have been too much? Or would have you been saving up? Wait, 284? Yeah. If you knew you could consistently get hot chicks. I would need a better commercial. To uh... If you knew it worked, if you had the Yelp. Oh, it, like, if, yeah, oh yeah, 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 no, works. Right. hell yes. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> You talking about if it was guaranteed yeah 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 like, oh yeah you're gonna get because i could spend less money on dates by hitting them with these smooth moves well <laughs> we'll the, tell more about that once the tape actually comes in oh, and that takes <laughs> and that takes forever sadly so it's gonna be a while uh, i i loved the uh girls in the commercial <laughs> <laughs> quality babes and they're like eh. <laughs> <laughs> it looked bored out of their mind <laughs> The one on the left in the orange bikini legitimately just looks stunned. Like they had grabbed her off the street and put her in front of the camera. And she had no idea what was happening. That's exactly what happened. They didn't know what that it's fucking amazing. About. They never, they probably never seen the movie, dude, until like much, <laughs> much later. Like, oh, that, that they was work. A- they probably worked in some '80s strip club, and some dude's like, "I'm gonna put you guys in a movie. It's gonna be the best. You're gonna be big stars." <laughs> it's probably called. Cans. They showed up. <laughs> they showed up, and it was. Killer nerd. Because <laughs> that first chick totally brought it. The dream sequence chick that was stripping, she totally brought yep. her A game. I feel bad because, uh, I, honestly, I'm not going to lie. A part of me wondered what she looks like now. And she might she might sound like your impression of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Just cigarette-ridden voice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So, um, I could see like I could see her visualizing the advertisement that's like for your consideration, <laughs> the dirty '80s slut at the beginning of Killer Nerd. 
Where? She probably has one of those painful booths at the uh, comic book conventions. Ooh. Oh, Christ. She tries to get $10 for autographs, like a particular Yellow Ranger that we know. You gotta, like, walk by leave and not make eye no, contact. You leave her alone. You oh, leave God. her alone. I like her. God damn it. Oh, man. It was sad, bro. It was, it was sad, Joey. Uh, dude, I've been there. I, when we went to, I took Mark to a certain convention, and I'm not gonna name names. Um, and he's like, "Oh, this is the area where the celebrities are." I'm like, "Dude, I looked around when we first stuck our head in there. It's like no one in there oh. except the people sitting at our tables." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." And I'm like, "Don't go in there. Don't make eye contact." <laughs> oh my god, I like the second Yellow Ranger, dude. How dare you? I still got a crush on her, bro. Don't feed the Z-list celebrities. <laughs> Saber to Tiger. She's she's into me, bro. <laughs> I, I got a I got a bucket list, Dad. I'm sorry, being real. At least Virgil wasn't there. So. Man, hey, hey Virgil's my boy. What? Oh, and, oh, but he's cool. That's some horse yeah, shit. Yeah, Virgil's made a resurgence, bro. Nah, Go to his IG, check it out. Hit you with that meat, he's legit. That fuck meat money. money. Yeah, whatever fuck that shit means. <laughs> I'm afraid to even figure that shit out. You're gonna regret it. I don't want to know. You're gonna find okay. out. You're gonna be so sad. Like I made a huge mistake. Dude, for our listeners, just Google it. Just go look up Virgil. Don't. I think they have poor. Vir- they have a poor Virgil website, and then they have uh, just his own Instagram that he's running, and it's hilarious. Dude, he builds up <laughs> fucking Olive Garden so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Those breadsticks, bro. <laughs> Brags about Olive Garden. Oh Christ! Moving on. Speaking of food, we we cut to his mom, uh, who's dressed like a sister wife for some fucking reason. And uh, I just seen so long. And she had one crutch. Yeah, that that, that scene lasted forever. She, she uh, Harold's eating pie for like six fucking weeks and shit. And it's like, uh, I guess they were trying to introduce like a small element that was gonna like be unraveled later in the movie. Where uh, his stepdad passed away, and she brought him up out of nowhere, like kind of longing for him and shit, and it just still lingered on forever and ever. And it just would not fucking end, dude. Yeah, it seems to just be a trend in a lot of the uh, '80s movies or in early '90s. They have these un- like scenes that extend way longer than needed. I, I, multiple movies that we've watched, I've, I've been noticing that happen a lot. Probably- so it, there's the, yeah, there's a part of me that wants to believe that it was an artistic choice. <laughs> to be how awkward it would be to be in a conversation with Harold, and it's everything is just drawn out and like painfully long. It's but so I, I think painful. it was it was just inept filmmaking. I don't know. I'm telling you, dude, like we gotta hit 90 on this VHS cassette, or it's not gonna <laughs> fucking work. Like it has to hit 90. I I, I guarantee there's a dude smoking a cigar. Gotta be 90 minutes. <laughs> like you sure, man? It can't be six. No, gotta be 90, bruh. Get it together. I don't care what you gotta do. <laughs> make make the mom walk around that bum leg. Why she have a bum bum leg? What was that about? Was it was never explained why she had a. I think had, maybe she had one maybe crush. it's residual from the beatings that she yeah, got. From exactly, the that's what I was thinking. He whooped her ass so bad that she just forever having one nice wooden she, crutch. She became Holly Hobby's mom somehow. But who? Wait, what? Holly Hobby. Who the fuck is that? Back to Wikipedia, you go. Oh god damn you! All this fucking <laughs> research I got to do in this episode, but uh. <laughs> Okay, so we get another fucking dream sequence, which I I, I call oh, foul. Jesus. I call fucking foul, dude. Really? Wait, did we skip him going back to and from the post office? We we talked about it earlier, but like that that oh. happens, but like in in, in between, we do it twice. Address zip code. 
<laughs> Why? And, and he kisses. Who even sends letters anymore? Who, like, who, is that... who kisses anything and mentions slick dick after the fact? Who does that? Uh, his bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Touche. But uh, nah, dude, we we do get painful checking the mail. Why was the mailbox uh, mailbox across the street? What was that about? Who knows? Was, was that a thing in the in the late eighties, early nineties? Just like, so you can see him walk. Oh, he walks weird. See his swag. Nah, man, he walks like he's uh, just I don't know, dude. He looks like a video game character when he walks. It's the weirdest shit ever, bro. Bad walk animation. But he, but he finally gets the slick dick tape. Well, no, we didn't talk about this fucking dream sequence, dude. I'm sorry. What oh, Jesus. So oh, so this time, instead of just, you know, a chick being hot and trashy by herself, which I appreciate, he's making that. Because at first, we see, a, we see a boob being groped by Harold. And I'm like, something's not right. <laughs> <laughs> something's this is the most uncomfortable scene in the history of modern film. Yes. And the second most is also later in this film. <laughs> So he's fucking making sweet love to a love doll, dude, which is, um, and we ain't talking about them, them, uh, really expensive ones that our boy Dave Cat's banging in that, uh, documentary. Oh, Jesus, Dave Cat. Oh, oh, you see, you know, you've seen it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That now was... we're getting deep. Now the cuts are coming deep. <laughs> we are just slicing <laughs> and dicing super deep here, folks. Now, but, if only I can remember what his wife slash <laughs> name was. life partner's soulmate. Uh, my favorite. Okay, cause uh, I forgot the name of this fucking movie, dude. But it's it a documentary about these guys uh, uh, making sweet love and having relationships with these like very expensive love dolls. Oh, it, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. they would like specialty order them. Yeah, and I love because Dave. Yeah, they're, they're 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 uh, <laughs> they're like seven thousand dollars. <laughs> but Dave Cat was my favorite dude because I feel like I know a guy like that. Who is like a black dude, but you know he's in the anime, so he straightens out his hair way too much, and he, <laughs> and he fucking uh, I love it because like he took his, he took his girl out to go get service, so he ships her away, he kisses her on the forehead, and she's gone, and the fucking guy who fixes the dolls is like, yeah, she's in really good shape, but but her knee joints and elbow joints are worn out. Uh, <laughs> her name was Sidor, excuse me. She was not just a doll. She has real feelings. But does everybody? He was, really, he was really impressed with the maintenance, but he's like, "Oh, but her, her, her fucking knee and elbow sockets are fucked. They're he's gone." Like a, I think uh, I think a guy who dresses like Terrence Trent Darby owns this doll, and uh... <laughs> oh god. So we have like a, a worse quality version of a love doll being made love to right here and i was just like this is not fucking cool dude i was ready to bounce out this movie but i had to hang on man. <laughs> uh thankfully it ends jesus christ yeah he's like uh, sweet talking it too he's like that's right daphne uh, <laughs> you wanted it <laughs> it's the worst it was so long dude like i know it was probably like 30 seconds but it felt like six weeks bro it, was <laughs> it felt like its own movie <laughs> I love I love how his dream sequences are literally like choppy, uh, like one frame slow motion in just a white room. And there's some, usually someone having a seizure on a synthesizer in the background. Oh god, that that soundtrack is a whole nother conversation, bro. Jesus Christ. Oh my god, but thank thank Christ the fucking tapes get here, dude. And it's um it's actually just audio cassette tapes, which I was very disappointed. 
very disappointed that this cat spent 80 bucks on just um, some fucking blank mixtapes. And that shit was also painful. It was like a weird montage of him trying to mimic the moves and do everything. And he and, and honestly, he spent 80 bucks to learn how to curl his lips. Like a douchebag. Shoot the guns at a chick. And uh, was he supposed to say anything? Uh, oh, they just told him basically be an asshole <laughs> spin, for the most part. Spin your hands and clap and point. That, that was like, hey, and then man. rub, rub, rub your hair back too. Oh, oh god, point yeah. <laughs> Cock your chest out. Could he look more awkward doing that motion at the same time? That's just that looked very difficult for him, dude. And that's when I realized he's not acting. Right then and there, I realized this is some real shit. Like this is this is how he is in real life, and this is not an act. He's he's just being himself, and like, that that stung a bit. But I will say this. I can't get mad at this man for having a fucking plan. Because he was like, I'm going to get the moves down. But got to change the look, man. Got to get a but fucking You got to get nice and moist. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so this dude goes to fucking, uh, goes to the, goes to the hair salon. And, uh, goes to easy cuts. He's getting his hair washed, and this chick is like, you know, your hair's in pretty good shape. Normally, everyone else is dry, dried out, but yours is uh, nice and moist. And he and he had to repeat it to make my stomach turn. It's nice and moist. moist. Ugh. And he washes and then, his hair like one, once a week. Once now, a week? Now, mind you, mind you, I do not have a head full of uh, white people hair. Okay, so I don't know if this is normal or not. Uh, no, um, I think it's daily or every other day for white people. Did enjoy. W- wash your hair every day. Okay. That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, look, I don't know. <laughs> a part of me was like, the way that she was like, well, she immediately took her hands, wringing her hands. Head. Yeah, she was like scraping the soap off her hands. Like what? <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. But I was still like, was, was it twice a day? Like, was I don't, I don't. I've never had luscious long locks, bro. So you know. On behalf of white people everywhere. <laughs> As the Wash your hair as the once a day. Of, of all the On locks. behalf of, of people with dreadlocks, let me answer this universally. Yes, we do wash our hair. <laughs> Please stop asking me. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I thought you just put <laughs> put beeswax in it. Put, just... Did what? you put, like, patchouli on it or something? Nope. I put <laughs> put weed in it and Bob Marley ashes. Fuck yeah. You listen to Bad Brains and, and just <laughs> rub patchouli everywhere. <laughs> Nope, I listen to ICP oh, and drink Fandango. Yeah, just Fandango. That's Fago. <laughs> it's Fago. What's it, Fandango? No, no, not, my, not mine. Oh, it's off-brand, off-brand. Uh, so we get this uh, Barber College commercial montage of him getting his hair done, and they all last entirely too long. Like, Jesus, this barber should be shot in the fucking face for what he did to this guy, dog. Oh man, and he he is looking rough too. Oh my god! Yeah, cause first of all, the barber like okay, when you're a barber, <laughs> looks like a fucking retired Chippendales dancer. You should not get your hair cut by this guy at all, dude. He shows up with this golden mullet and that fucking. No, fight. you know who he looks like? Who? He looked like a white version of Morris Day. Purple, <laughs> That's exact. Wow. I'm go back and just watch it. Wow. No, he looks dude, you're exactly spot like spot on, spot on. Holy shit. Wow. I looked at it twice. It's like, Jesus Christ, that guy looks like somebody. Fucking O-E-O-E-O like a motherfucker. But you know what? <laughs> you you bring it upon yourself when you walk into an establishment and ask for a rad do. Whatever happens after that, <laughs> your fault. Because <laughs> they know, like, oh, I'm taking advantage of this guy. 
he fucked him up though, dude. Like literally, yeah, like yeah. I thought about all the same say no more memes and shit. Like he did his dude dirty, bro. He fucking. I like how when the guy asked him, "What is this?" He's like, "Oh, is this is a whole bunch of things." <laughs> he had no, he had no one solid answer for him, dude. And he and like I like how this guy's an actual barber because he totally dude did nothing but barber terms the whole time trying to make his shit seem legit. When basically he took his fucking goofy ass bangs. Stuck him straight up Pee Wee Herman style, but never cut him. So he, um, he looked like a like a fucking debunked Yu-Gi-Oh character. She was embarrassing, bro. Fucked his whole shit up, man. He should be killed. Like like I, I'm mad he didn't go after him later on in the movie, bro. That shit was not fucking cool. He probably <laughs> realized he got a haircut from a guy that looked like that. So you kind of it's it's on him, really. You know? <laughs> he just looked in the mirror like you know what I, I did this to me. I'll take this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll spare him. So he okay. So now he got, he got his fucking look, and we get like more footage of him just fucking awkwardly tight pants walking down the fucking street. <laughs> These scenes are so fucking unnecessary, dude. Like I don't need to know. I, I don't want to see him go from A to B and watch his butt cheeks struggle in those fucking pants, bro. Like it's just, that was rough for me personally. But he uh, he, he I wish they had shown him picking out that outfit. <laughs> I think that was in his repertoire already, bro. Like that was already his fresh suit. He He'd been saving that. that. Yeah, he was he was saving them for, for a special day, bro. So he so he needs to get flowers now to complete the whole fucking set. And he goes to this uh really really cunty uh florist. <laughs> well, of course, being killer nerd, he can't just walk into the door and then have it cut to him walking out of the door with the flowers. Oh, no. We have to have a like twenty minute long scene of him buying the flowers. You know, you know what the best part is. That this, the, all this shit that happens we're about to talk about goes nowhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is no comeuppance. There is no revisiting. Like this, this is just a isolated incident, and that's it. So here we go. So he goes in. He fucking. I, I love. I love how this goes down though, because I feel like I've done this before. Like you try to see something fly, and they're like, "What?" And you're like, "Uh, uh nothing." <laughs> he just totally abandoned whatever plan you had. But uh, oh, what the fuck did he say? God damn it. Uh, I can't remember exactly what he said to her. It I was, it was like her um, attitude afterwards. It was like Polly Shore speak, basically, what he was saying. He was saying like some really just retarded shit, trying to get her merchandise. And she was like, I'll call the fucking cops, which I appreciate. Because I felt like that was the most realistic interaction that he would actually get <laughs> saying that shit. So she's, she threatens to call the cops. He snaps out of that bullshit <laughs> and apologizes, which made me feel bad for him. Because he was like, I'm sorry. I just want to get some flowers, please. And she was like, all right, I'm sorry for being a bitch. So I thought things were going to be fine. I thought she was going to give him the flowers. He was going to walk out. And they were $8, right? Like from uh, from Jump Street for like three shitty flowers. It was originally $8. Yeah. And then she saw how much money he had. And, oh, I forgot. They're what X amount of dollars now. 13 or something like it, that. It went, up, it went up to $15, dude. It went from 8 to 15 She upcharged this motherfucker $7, bro. Well, sounds reasonable. <laughs> that was nice. Nicely done by you. But um, um, I love how yeah, everybody was just taking advantage of him, man. Yeah, but it was just, and that was it. Like she literally suckered him. She's like, "Well, what? that was a callback to when he asked that girl out on a date in the beginning, and she's like, oh, wait, I forgot. I actually can't go out any day this week.' But so he's just a sucker. I, I guess just to reinforce that he's gullible. I guess. I mean, but he didn't kill her. He did nothing. <laughs> like he, we'll get to that shit later. But I'm just saying. I would have skipped. I would have skipped somebody in my murder spree. I would have skipped that one person and got the floors instead, just to be fucking fair, dude. Like I think uh, his rage was uh, later on in the movie was kind of missing, 
misdirected on that. So <clears throat> he goes to her house at night. First of all, before <laughs> before the plot even continued to quote unquote develop, I was like, why the fuck would you show up to somebody's house unannounced at nighttime? Ever? How does has anybody has anybody attempted that shit before? Um, not uh, like for a girl, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like that's 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 a huge fucking no no. Am I right? Like, I, unless I'm just crazy. It no, seems kind of weird. Just show up unannounced. So sure enough, she's fucking um, <clears throat> dipshit back at work. She's like she's banging this guy. I thought I was I wasn't sure at first because the way that they were talking and she she literally the way that she talks about giving up the pussy very annoying. <laughs> she sounds like an old lady. <laughs> I don't know if you're a good boy. Like every like stop. That's not sexy. That's such a boner killer. Jesus Christ. It's the worst. So he's like, uh, she, you know, um, douchebag's basically gonna go leave to get some pizza and wine coolers, and uh, <laughs> very important. <laughs> it's very eighties. Yeah. So, so I will vouch for the fact that around that time, if you were going out raging with the kids from eighth grade and stuff, you would get wine coolers. You get some uh, some B and J's. What, what was that shit? Called? What was one of those shits? Bartles and James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit Sometimes is like too late to me, dude. This is hilarious. Somebody would pop up with some Zima, and it would be like, "Oh shit, oh, this party's getting nasty. started." Zima was upper echelon wine cooler back then. But like, uh, I remember when me and my friends used to drink Smirnoff Ice seriously. Oh wow! <laughs> it's just it's just like lemonade, bro, but it gets you fucked up. God, I don't have so many cool points for that one. But um, nah, dude, this one I realized how like not attractive um, <laughs> what's her face was, bro, because she just mouthful of fucking uh braces i was like dude like you can totally do better man so he gets butthurt realizing that you know she's totally banging the dude that he does not like and he walks away and goes to this bar and i love when um low budget movies do night filming because you can't see what the fuck they're doing <laughs> like i didn't i couldn't see what he, i couldn't see because i don't know if it was because of the youtube quality of the video i'm a, i'm just gonna bank on the uh poor uh <laughs> cameramanship or the the dp's decision to not have any kind of light uh i'm sure the uh the negative of the film was not lovingly restored into hd so, <laughs> so have any of you guys ever been into a bar or a club that you instantly regretted going into every day because of how weird the setup was all the time <laughs> all the time all the fucking time all the fucking time but he oh God. but it was so fucking dark i couldn't tell if it was a cool bar or not honestly i don't, I don't know I have a spoiler for you. It was not a cool bar. <laughs> well, no, wait, 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 wait. At one point, it almost looked like he was about to have a threesome. Okay, so so let's let's talk about that. So we have this scene, and and honestly, it threw me off because of the tone of how everything was going for him. Because he was really down on his luck. Shit, I thought it was about to be a carry scene coming up. <laughs> he couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't fucking order a drink right without it being in some. Sh also, the terminology that's being used. Uh, maybe that's beyond my time. I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Like, damn the torpedoes? Is that, is that a fucking thing? I, not, not, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> if DiCarlo doesn't know, then it's all gibberish. So Maybe for old people back then. I'm not sure if they ever <laughs> would say that. So, but he, he fucking, he got a fuzzy navel and was being weird about it. But um, he goes to dance. Like he, gets, he gets some liquor. He gets some courage. He starts dancing uh, with these two chicks. Who I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they're the archetype for every chick in a bar <laughs> in the history of life. We we have uh, Jennifer, our uh, rough and tumble salty gal, and Lilac, 
uh, her buddy that doesn't say much but is clearly a nerd and a theater geek. Um, this dance sequence is forever. Yeah. It goes on for so fucking long. Like, he, he, he goes out there, he awkwardly dances. Surprisingly, the crowd doesn't shit on him, which I was shocked. Cause I totally thought they were going to stomp him to the ground. I, cause I just figured, like, he's already down on his luck. You know, like, why, why would this shit turn around for him? And shit's looking on the up and up, dude. Like, people are cheering. People are liking him. Um, the Garugamesh guy is there. He seems really excited. <laughs> but fucking, like, dude, like, Lilac's into him, I thought. Right? Like, the uh, the dark hair. No, it's it. No, I thought they were into I didn't. It's like I said. I thought this was leading into a threesome of yeah, some sort. Yeah, like shit was kind of working out. Like like uh, uh, the dark haired chick liked his hair for some fucking reason, probably because she was high as fuck. But um, it just everything seemed cool. So we you know we, we got this back alley chill section. You know you're, you're in the back alley talking to two chicks, and the film quality is porn quality. So you figure something's gonna happen. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work out for him, which I've been a victim of this. Where like. Well, let me- Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like it was intentional for them to set him up or were they no. actually feeling him? No. I couldn't un- I couldn't get the vibe. I think they were feeling him. They just wanted to get high. Like I okay. don't think I think Lilac would have blew him probably. Uh Jennifer wouldn't have touched him. But they were totally gonna like hang with him for like, you know, for a while. And and, and hey, we we've all been there as nerds where there there it was right in front of him all he needed was the skills to close the deal mm-hmm. and he didn't have them cuz he could have been actually like, he probably would have been better off than just not saying anything and just like just keeping his words to a minimum if he would have had drugs on him everything would have been a okay and the movie would have isn't ended. marijuana illegal oh boy why did he do that he was being such a fucking square but yeah like seriously if he if he was slimy enough and had the foresight to have some type of anything, he would have been fine. But uh, unfortunately, we get the classic weed run on a Saturday. And no, uh, I like how, um, so they mentioned that, you know, Lily's the drug dealer, right? Initial watch, first watch, who thought Lily was a chick? I, I didn't I even mean, know what was happening at that point. Yeah, it, it was You're very too busy laughing. I was just rolling with it. I didn't even know what to expect to come around the corner at that point. Well, I thought Lily was one of the female friends. I thought things were going to get better for this cat. And uh, it turns out Lily's a dude. And that was was that one of the dudes, one of the douchebag yeah, guys? Yeah, bigger to or the, the the most effeminate looking one. But the the biggest twist is uh, it was the guys fucking picking on him earlier in the movie, or the ones that sell drugs. And I like how before we see them, uh, the setup of who Lily is, he sells everything that's bad <laughs> all the drugs all of them all of them from fucking acid to weed to fucking crack crank whatever dude coke he does it he got it oh and he's a gun runner right <laughs> so we have all this fucking very intimidating shit being you know kind of coming out he's like he's like hey uh because she lies saying it's three chicks instead of two chicks and a dude he's like hey that's not cool which makes a hundred percent sense she says about this guy who sells and runs drugs. If he acts out of line, just kick his ass. So easy. So simple. Just, just, yeah, just do that. Just go whoop his ass. Pablo Escobar. Just go there and slap him around if he acts up. That's what you do. Fuck out of here, man. Her logic, her logic pissed me the fuck off, dude. I was so mad at her at that point. And, uh, <laughs> so when he goes in there, everyone, you know, this, I, I think, I feel like that was a legit twist. I did not see that coming. That, uh, the two bullies with the garage band music 
or the ones running and selling the drugs. The other guy's name is TJ, which you find out way later. So they're all in there hanging out. They're picking on him, calling the ladies' man and shit. And uh, they have the idea that, hey, let's go for a beer run, which, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry because the bitch, I really thought they were going to go on a beer run. Like, I fell for it. I don't know about y'all. I was a sucker. I thought, <laughs> you know. I really thought it was going to be more because like, the movie's dragging ass right now. So I was like, oh. okay. I'm glad you said that because I look up and I'm like, oh, wow, I'm 50 minutes into watching. <laughs> yeah. And it, 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 under any other circumstances, I would have turned it off 40 minutes ago. Now, dude, I was totally ready for the for more awkward walking in the dark where I can't see shit. And then he's just getting the living shit beat out of him, dude. These guys turned their fucking game up to 11, dude. I guess they, in the daytime, because kids might be watching, they keep it real nice and PG, dude. But at night. Oh, outside in front of that factory, bro. It's down and dirty, dude. A lot of gay slurs. Yeah. Even though they, they'll they sprinkle in sissy boy, which I think is not a legit uh, shit-talking term ever in life. Man, just beating the living crap out of them, dude. Kicking them the, off. The, this scene, like, broke Tumblr. Like, <laughs> there's no safe space to protect you from this scene. <laughs> unless, unless your computer screen can't process darks right. Cause <laughs> I still couldn't make out what how they were whooping them, but I, I, the, just the words, man. I just put harsh words, man. That's all I put in the fucking notes. And uh, another another phrase I kept putting in there is, "And don't you forget it," because TJ wanted to make sure he didn't forget it over and over again. I felt like that was bad edit. It was a bad edit where he was supposed to say it once, because he I think he yeah didn't he like kick him and say the exact same line twice, and it was followed by, uh, "Don't you forget it." I think you're correct. You probably like walked away at that time and got something to drink, <laughs> Black. But I have seizure. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the ass whooping that finally pushes him over the edge. Yeah, he finally snaps at this point. He finally snaps. Thank God. Come like, dude. Please be a killer nerd. Anytime you're ready, bro. Anytime you're fucking ready, because everyone deserves it so far. And we get the original clinch fist meme right off oh, the bat. Oh yeah. I just, I just want to let you know that one of my that's one of my favorite lines in the movie is <laughs> after the uh, guy calls him a pussy ass faggot, <laughs> and the the other guy goes, "Let's fuck him up, man." <laughs> <laughs> we used to walk around school just like quoting this movie to oh, each other, and that was God. a classic line. That's hilarious. <laughs> right, sorry. No, you're good, dude. I just I love that scene. It's hilarious. <laughs> but we we get like double clinch fist scene. Like he's like he's like he's losing it. And now we get our special effects for the dream sequence where they basically just <laughs> go photo negative. Like that's that's the move. That's the fucking effect that uh that takes this movie over the top. He was having like a weird monologue to himself, which I'm not gonna lie, kind of creeped me out. Can't front because the because of the uh, Aspergery uh, delivery that he had through the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Creep me the fuck out. And, like, he literally goes straight to the murder lab, bro. Like, you see him concocting shit. Clearly, I saw, like, some fucking, like, uh, industrial-grade glue or some shit. Like some weird... He had some fucking, like, chemistry lab out of a Sears catalog. This shit was over. Yeah. I love how the fucking vial was so small. <laughs> <laughs> that test tube was so goddamn small. And he's, like, stirring the living fuck out of it, dude. I'm just like, what is that shit? He's like, yeah, they'll see. <laughs> So he's like he's totally just getting his shit ready, dude. He's he's officially the killer nerd right now, and he's getting all his shit together. He's grabbing all his tools from his fucking uh that he had on standby, by the way. 
I just want to address that. Cause he didn't really go that far for his murder kit. Like he didn't go to the store. You know, you know that 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 trope where they go to the store and get rope and shit and salt and fucking lime and all this other crap. None of that. It's already in his fucking house. Just BT Dub. Just want to throw that out there. But uh, chains, rope, uh, and a fucking itty bitty ass meat cleaver. And <laughs> slice and dice. Slice and dice. Slice and dice. Where did he get the acid from? He made. He it. made it. Oh, he made that. Yeah, that's what he was stirring. That was that small. But there's ass. no. You know when you were a kid and got a chemistry set and you looked at it for three seconds and it was like this shit's boring and never looked at it again. <laughs> this dude learned how to make fucking acid to kill people with it. <laughs> if only he had cancer and a family to feed, he would have made blue meth and it'd been all okay. Exactly. Or if he was a black man that went to jail and they submerged him in. Uh... <laughs> Water and left him on there for what I don't know what Luke Cage was submerged in for how long. <laughs> he would have had superpowers. This would have been totally different. It was it was a contact lens sailing solution. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> you turn that shit up too high, man. You become invincible. You never. So who's his first target? Is it an old girl and old boy? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause uh, in my notes, I put uh, I put. <laughs> I'm so proud of these notes right here. I put wine coolers and pizza. The skeleton keys are all pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets you more like a couple of slices of pineapple and ham and some fucking uh, <laughs> and fucking a Spanish fly cucumber melon. Uh, he didn't need it, bro. He didn't need it that time. So, like, seriously though, dude, like, I swear to God, she acted like she was a fucking um, Brady Bunch character where she talked. It was so fucking uh, just excruciating. But um. They hear this. You know, this movie could easily be adapted into a porn. Yeah, hell yes, hell yes. I, I and I blame the film quality, bro, because like that's it's a hundred percent VHS porn quality, like all the way, all the fucking way. I, I, I think it's. I don't think they could uh, restore the negatives to HD if they wanted to. <laughs> Somebody just... restored the negatives of Monos to HD. I'm sure where there's a will, there's a way. So. Yeah. It's Man, true, but Monos has more clout in my opinion in this. <laughs> well, obviously, but because there's there's capes and fires involved, bro. But um, <laughs> so I love how they're about to smash, but like this fucking cat noise comes out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> and like that was, that was master plan, Metal Gear dude. Solid, bro. The <laughs> fact that this works, I was just like, come on, dude. Okay, you see it, Tim. Kick him in the face. Like, how much longer are you gonna sit there just looking at him? So like the the power of getting more pussy basically made him go outside because he was totally not down for it. He's like, "Fuck it, let it die. Who gives a shit?" And she guilts him going. He goes out, and and fucking Harold is on all fours, bro. Fucking still doing it for like six weeks. <laughs> and I'm just like, honestly, I wouldn't have kicked him. I'd have ran. That would have scared the shit out of me. First of all, that somebody's so committed to the cat noise, I'd have been like, "Nope, I'm about to die. I gotta go." And uh, what Black was saying. Which I totally agree, cause he cause he gets up off of all fours. He gives him enough time to do that, and he pulls out. Uh, it looks like a knife or an ice pick or some shit, and slowly approaches him. And the guy just goes, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'll give you, I'll give you being frozen in fear, seeing a uh, grown man on all fours meowing. I'll give you that. But once he gets up, it's time to fucking start chopping it up and get the fuck away, bro. Like I'm sorry, or punting him like Randy Orton in the fucking face. One or the other, dude. It's an easy choice. Easy fucking choice. So clearly he's dead, dude. And um, Brace's chick, I don't know her fucking name, 
she's still in the room and she's doing the classic uh <laughs> like where are you type shit and she's being lured you know into like sheer death because uh this is my favorite scene first of all because i actually thought the joke was fucking funny uh Cause she was saying something like, "Oh, if you're trying to scare me, you're not gonna give me any more." What did she say? What did she call it? It was something very corny. Something like an old person will say. Exactly. It was yeah. so, so scooter. Was that it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck said cooter? Cooter, dude. <laughs> really? Anyway, but he's like, "Hey, how about how about some head then?" And he throws the fucking decapitated head on top of the pizza box. I was like, <laughs> fucking perfect. And the expression of this uh, claymation face that he threw on the fucking pizza box. <laughs> My God. And, and that's not going to end the, the these amazing special effects. But like, I will say, at least that head looked way more realistic than um, the one we're going to talk about a little bit later. We got we to spend some special time with that one. Jesus. So... <laughs> She stands there. I mean, she stays. In, she stays in the bed. She doesn't get up out of bed. That anybody else would do. If you threw a, I don't know, a decapitated head towards them, typically someone would jump out of bed. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm fucking crazy. Who knows? So every she, every victim in this movie is like the guy in Austin Powers getting run over. Oh yeah, no. It's like no. <laughs> He's like twenty feet away from him. Yes. Like they have like bad video game AI. Like <laughs> each and every one of them do. They just fucking just sit there and take it. So she sits there continuously and gives this guy enough time to fucking say a poem. Like, that's literally how long she's like, this time, jump out the window, bitch. Like, do something to save your fucking life. So he says this poem, and I love <laughs> it. was Roses are red. Something is what? Oh, God. Plastic or flaccid or some shit. I was like, oh, here we go. Acid. I was like, here we go. He about to throw acid in this bitch face. Sure enough, that little itty bitty vowel that was like the size of a pinky. He throws it. Somehow, magically, it becomes enough to cover her entire fucking face. Annihilates this bitch's face and she fucking dies, dude. I'm not going to lie. I laughed. She deserved it. She should have got the fuck out of that room if she had the chance, bro. Had no feelings for her at all. Zero. No remorse. This is somebody who I did feel bad for. His fucking mom, dude. Really? Yeah, that was pretty evil, man. She she let his stepdad beat him. I mean, but he died. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, yeah. father father time is undefeated. So I mean, I mean, just, every, uh, everybody's gonna die. True that, but goddamn, I mean, she's already hobbled. Like she learned a lesson. You 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 got florist bitch over here, like jipping you. I'm damn near making you pay double for three flowers. She should have caught it more than the mom did, dude. Then the way that he took the mom out was fucking grimy, dude. He got uh, speaking of which, uh, Joey, you're not privy to it, but uh, beat him down. I shared this with you about the gentleman, the black guy who swallowed Drano. Dude, that shit was brutal. <laughs> that was, was brutal. That was a brutal. Gonna, we'll, we'll post it up. We'll post it up somewhere. Oh god, I was just gonna say this is not a video on the internet, is it? No, 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 no. It, it, it is, like, and I'll give. It's not like well, it's not like uh, uh, no, no. It's not. It's like documentary style, yeah, yeah. like A and E type deal. Uh, but basically, there's this black dude. And I can't remember his name off the top of Dumb my bastard head. Dumbass But if you were to if you were to Google, uh, it wasn't Mandarin Dave Cat, was it? <laughs> no, it should have. It been was not Dave Cat, but I think they're cousins. Um, he is Dave Cat. So he drinks a Drano, <laughs> tries to he tries to kill himself, doesn't work. 
And so they create this like some kind of tubing between his throat and his stomach. And so now whenever he eats, like number one, it's outside of his sternum so you can see it going down. And sometimes he has to push the food down Bro, to uh, make it go. They literally took his uh, it, small intestine and like pulled it up to his throat and attached it to his throat. And yep. because- when he eats, he shits in what, three minutes is what yeah. he said? Yeah, he has to eat like yeah. from like four o'clock to like ten at night and shit every day, like just nonstop eating. It's like you but just. I felt nothing for him. You did it to yourself. A part of me was like, "Why did you let him live?" <laughs> it's so brutal. It's so brutal. But basically, Drano will because ba- he has no stomach. By the way, the Drano raped his esophagus, took out his. Well, I mean, if you're religious, suicide is a sin. So maybe God was like, "All right, you want to you want to commit sin? All right." Well, Here you go, bro. Well, Enjoy it. Yeah, About dude. to get Old Testament on your ass. Too bad all the other successful suicides didn't have to suffer <laughs> that right. like, You should have been efficient. Should have put a gun in your mouth. But the the scene itself gets more savage. Like we're actually skipping ahead. Uh, why was he? Uh, he does kill his mom. But before that happens, mm. let's not forget the baby outfit. Oh. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how how necessary was that? And then he did baby baby talk, which made it way worse. I feel like the baby talk made her realize she's not getting out of this alive because she thought she could. She was trying to make him calm down. Yo, you'll be in big trouble. But she didn't deserve that, dude. She was a victim too, man. But he made her change. She's one of the liars or something like that. Yeah, the fibbers. One of the fibbers. Because he told, she gave this motherfucker encouragement. So she deserves to die. Fucking terrible. That was one of the reasons why he was mad at her. What an asshole. Dude. Like, like that that's when I didn't feel sympathetic towards him right there. I was like, come on, bro. So, like, not only does he make her drink Drano, as her intestines come out of her mouth, he hits her in the forehead with the fucking meat cleaver, which I'm like, overkill. Too far, Harold. Too fucking far. But thankfully, he finally gets his uh, you know, his fucking murder spree back into the correct direction. He still fucks up again, because uh, the next person to die. Is uh, our girl Lilac? By the way, I don't know what time it is uh, during the day here because they beat the shit out of him at the at the factory, which I, I assumed was like I don't know the next day when he woke up bruised mm-hmm. up and shit and started getting on his murder shit, or was that the same night? Because I guess it was the same night. I think it was. I'm not completely sure. Because uh, old girl, really old girl, and the coworker were together still. So I, I I assumed it was the next day, but maybe it was still, no because he came back with the pizza. Yeah, that was the same fucking night. That makes no so sense. So why was the mom awake? Why was the mom awake? He just woke his mom. He literally woke his mom up and beat the shit out of her. Like we're right after killing. Punched her in the face. Jesus. So <laughs> I guess it's the same night because he, he went back to the factory, and uh, Lilac, uh, Jennifer were there, along with TJ and fucking um, Lily. Jesus, stupid ass name. And uh, Lilac goes to go pee. She fucking dies. But she dies off camera, which uh, which I feel like they didn't have enough budget to uh, have her bleed or anything. So so Harold describes how much blood it is when he's killing her. <laughs> it's a nice nice little cheap trick. Oh, so much blood. Ha ha. She just gets her mouth covered up and goes off screen. So now uh, Jennifer has to fucking pee. Like, this is fucking hilarious because this is not going to stop. I'm not done. This is This is the... <laughs> It's gonna continue happening. So so Jessica has to go pee. She trips over fucking um Lilac's dead body. Honestly, 
I do protest Lilac dying because she totally gave him the most play in the entire movie. Like she was totally yeah. about Harold, and Harold just still kills her. But in his mind, he probably thought they were all part of the setup. Fair enough. Fair enough. He, I mean, he was he was obviously his his sense of reality had been warped. True that. Lilac deserved it probably the least. I will say in my my humble opinion. So she trips over Lilac's uh, dead body, and uh, she tries to put up a fight. Mind you, I like how <laughs> everyone is screaming. Lilac screams. Jennifer screams. Um, the best part is TJ and Lily can fucking hear these screams <laughs> and, and they just write it off as them just being dumb broads. They just don't give a shit. It's out there screaming and hollering. Oh, dumb bitches. What are they doing? It was interrupting their <laughs> metal soundtrack. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't gelling right. But, um, oh God, it was so fucking annoying. And then. She's just like, well, I'm going to go pee. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many fucking people are going to totally go pee and not We've come been back? pounding wine coolers for the night that's lasted 15 hours. <laughs> the night that would never end. The long Halloween. That's right. Fucking, um, it's so stupid, dude. And, like, he, he goes, I'm thinking, okay, well, he, is he going to die, too? Because this is getting retarded. Our boy Harold changes it up and just <laughs> hacksaw Jim Duggins' ass in the back of the head with a two-by-four and knocks him out cold, which I appreciate uh, him changing it up a bit. So he goes down, and he's like, I'm going to save you for later. It's like, okay, we get it. All right, moving on. So I like how uh, somehow Harold finds a fucking PA system in his warehouse and pretends to be a cop. I don't, I don't even care at this point of, of how or why. So he pretends to be a cop. And I love how Lily, the uh, cocaine-selling, uh, weed-selling, drug-dealing, um, drug gun-running guy, who sells guns, by the way, that's his specialty, pulls out a fucking twenty two. <laughs> Pulls out this itty bitty ass fucking pea shooter, bro. I'm like, okay, okay, I guess, I guess you're gonna do something with that. And uh, proceeds to get captured. And like this scene, I'm not gonna lie to you, I stopped looking at the screen because it took fucking forever for him to get captured. Did anybody else give a fuck at that point? No, I, I had already blacked out. I was already like, <laughs> oh, because like I, I understand I'm trying to build suspense, but I literally just started looking down at my fucking phone, just looking up. Shit. No, I was, I was gone. I was, like, I, I was in another. Because I had to rewind back. Cause I noticed the scene change. I was like, oh shit, like something happened. So I had to go back. So basically, in all this fucking. What house, was the What was the runtime on this movie? One hour thirty minutes. Literally normal, Jeez. normal time, but it just feels. And it feels like four days. It's yeah. brutal. When people are like, I love bad movies, and they're talking about watching like Sharknado, like. No. This is the kind of movie that like people can't even like conceptualize exists. This is like a real bad movie for bad yeah. movie fans. Exactly. It's bad. a huge it's a huge difference. Like Shark Sharknado does not count. I might not ever do Sharknado on the show because it doesn't count. It's done on purpose. They're winking, they're nodding, like Tyree getting a job. Like, come on, bro. Like you know it's fucking on purpose, man. And the guy from nine oh two one oh, the one like the least popular guy, come on, bro. Come on. They couldn't even get Jamie people. Walters on it. Dude, they couldn't get Brian Austin Green in there, bro. Like He's too top top billing for that shit. <laughs> like, nah, man, he he can act and rap. We can't we can't afford him. He'll be he in part so five. Many, he he I wonder so if that talents. I wonder if that white suit still fits him. <laughs> Is he fat now? No, but oh. <laughs> it was thirty years ago. So. That would be fucking amazing. He'll probably man. gladly put it on and rap for you if you need him to. Oh yeah, like right now, like from Code Forty Five, he'll totally do a special Code Forty Five episode. <laughs> So, so he he gets captured and they wake up and uh, gotta say, 
one of the most half it's like the prototype to like a uh, shitty saw trap you got two guys sitting in swivel chairs in a uh, doctor's office how the fuck did he get access to this place i don't know <laughs> no clue okay Fair enough. it was it's it's pretty uh, elaborate for for <laughs> him like dragging him there setting everything up this was uh it was pretty premeditated especially if it was off the cuff and it's like the same night <laughs> for him to like whatever dude and he doesn't have a car by the way so only god knows how he got to this place but it doesn't matter movies the movie's progressing because we're getting to our pivotal scene here so we have these two bad <laughs> we have these two poor sons of bitches strapped up to a chair with uh two sticks of dynamite <laughs> comedically strapped to their head has it have, let me ask y'all a question have y'all either one of you ever seen an actual stick of dynamite yes yes i never have i haven't really what do you what are you obtaining this from? I, I know. I seen it. I didn't fucking have it. Christ. What the fuck? Oh, well, no, what I'm asking is, what were you? What were you in the process of doing? Because I'm assuming what you're trying to catch the Roadrunner, obviously. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, could, what are you doing that you were in contact with sticks of dynamite? I was in a museum, first of all. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking. Okay, scratch that. I'm talking about like. It belongs in, in a museum. <laughs> yeah, not in a museum. Museum doesn't count. I mean, like. Out in a work field of some sort, oh, like no. an actual. No. That's what I'm asking. Like a real stick of dynamite that someone was preparing to use, not it's an artifact. The 80s, bro. Come on, you know. How so it the is. answer is no. You know how it is, man. The 80s. It's it's not like today where you know there's the Patriot Act and all sorts of crazy stuff going on, so you can't purchase sticks of dynamite. Please. I mean, he did explain that it was in the factory, so I guess they're gonna blow the factory up or something. Like like mm-hmm. he 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 did. It, I mean, they they did cover that plot hole. Which, which, which was amazing. <laughs> I, got, I, I I'm actually surprised they even went that far to, uh, you know, tie that loose in. But it doesn't right. matter. I just, I just love the uh, choice of um, I'm gonna have the stick of dynamite going long ways down the sides of their head, looking like they're uh, a fucking beer hat. What's them just called? What are those hats? What are they called? You talking about the hard hat? I know that with the straws. The, yeah, 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 yeah. With the straws and the two beers. Yeah, I, I don't hard. know the. Yeah. Official name is. I used to know what that was called, dude, and I can't fucking think of it now because it, it's it was the hat on SpongeBob that was number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but regardless, well, if you Google it, it just says beer and soda guzzler helmet. It doesn't have a soda guzzler. What? Yeah. Well, if you're a straight edge guy. Is that like if no, it when says the beer uh, and soda is that like when the head shop would sell dime bags and it would say great for stamp collecting? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I also like how the straight edge guy like turns his nose up at the soda guzzling hat. Like, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> Even he knows. Bitch. <laughs> Even he knows. So in my notes, I basically put karma's a bitch because, uh, you know, he's basically repeating back the lines he said to them. And, uh, man, we get this this glorious. <laughs> celebration dance slash spin which i i waited because he starts spinning like hard he just has his arms spread out open and just starts spinning and i'm waiting (laughs) i'm waiting for something to happen because he's spinning so i thought he was gonna like i don't know slap somebody or say something but he just stops and that's it he just it was just a spin i don't know why that cracks me up it was so unnecessary. Like, I, 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 hopefully, I can find that clip, and I will slow it down and play Creed in the background, just to give. Oh it God! Just to make it fucking mean something more, dude. Cause I was like, oh, that was such a, 
All that build up for nothing, dude. Just think about it. Like yeah. that, that same scene. Anybody who's seen this movie, that same scene, he starts spinning and just do slow motion with crossfades and just I'm free. It'll be a well, he did get that thing. one guy to admit that he was a sissy boy. That's true. Which was great. And he hit him with a don't you forget it, which was awesome. And then uh, we get our other cool ass line of how he's going to decorate the walls. Anybody want to take this? <laughs> Nobody? Nobody wants to say the line? No. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. Right. Blood raving brains. I was like, that he, was of- like, he was like, oh, this, this office is well preserved. <laughs> but it could use a coat of paint. I know a lovely color. I'm not gonna lie, that was actually scary to me. <laughs> like that, uh, cause it, he, I mean, he sounds like he fucking on some Son of Sam type shit. He sounds crazy as fuck. I'm sorry. And, and just the way that he said paint and just over enunciated the P A I N T, just paint. It just creeped me the fuck out, dude. And, uh, immediately the, uh, <laughs> the sense of dread was ripped away from my soul. <laughs> As uh, he goes into the next room to, uh, you know, hit the plunger, uh, Wile E. Coyote style, and uh, blow up TJ's fucking face. And when... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) This makes all the rest of one hour and 30 minutes Uh, worth it. Literally, like, when this this happened, I knew, okay, this is the end of the movie, (laughs) because this is fucking amazing. (sighs) So, (laughs) So TJ... It's TJ's time to die, bro. Fucking Lily has a front row seat to his best friend, confidant for the rest of his life. You know, just gonna die right before his eyes. So, as as Harold goes into the next room, he hits the plunger, and you know we're gonna get this huge payoff of somebody's head exploding. They cut to this paper mache head <laughs> that looked like a fucking discount pinata from like a fucking Mexican grocery store, dude. It wasn't even close. <laughs> like the like the Despicable Me that's like orange and has like four eyes. Like it was just not even. It looked more like Kevin Smith than this guy, dude. Like it was yeah. the worst fucking pinata. It looked like um the original Ninja Turtles uh, action figures, dude. Like. The grimace that was on this dude's face. And he had a huge... Oh, my God. I have a still photo of it. <laughs> I'm going to share it. I might just... You know what? I feel like I'm not going to do artwork for this fucking uh, episode. <laughs> just post it. I'm just going to post the picture. I think I'm going to do that. I'm just going to post Without it. comment. Just <laughs> this is what you need to know. This is episode 62. <laughs> Guest starring Joey DiCarlo and nothing else. I'm just going to have a Soul Wizard logo. This stupid ass. Fuck. I might. I'm. I'm tempted to do it just for the sake no, of how bad do it, it is. Make it happen. Oh, or I might. I might jazz it up. It, it, depending on my mood, I might need to drink some more. But you see this fucking fake fucking ass head just explode, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, dude, I was just so taken aback, dude. I just because because you know I that's that shit. You gotta go back. You gotta wait a minute. Let me go back. And I 
Joe, you got to tell me how many times did y'all do it on VHS slow mo when y'all saw that shit? Jesus Christ, man! We I've probably seen this movie over a hundred times, so really? can only imagine how many times we rewound that and rewatched it while laughing so hard we were crying. I know the tracking on that tape is fucking worn the <laughs> fuck out, dude. Cause... I know we were probably the only people that rented it, and we probably could have bought oh. it fifteen times instead of renting it that many times. But yeah, dude, I like right then the answer to everything of why we. <laughs> I, I kept asking, why, why the fuck did he pick this fucking movie, dude? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then right then and there, dude, all my fucking questions were answered, dog. Like, it was so clear. So At last, now I can see. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And I, I was disappointed because I thought I was going to get treated to another paper mache head when it was uh, our boy uh, Lee Lee's turn. And this is supposed to be the pivotal... Uh, monologue you know kind of like justifying everything because uh i like how lily acts why and it was kind of dumb it's like dude come on you beat the shit out of him and called him all these fucking horrible things like that's it's pretty much why homie but uh instead of that we get on this weird like honestly did the monologue make any sense to you guys because I, I it didn't it didn't ring true to me at all well uh, it kind of fit in with the rest of the movie then fair enough <laughs> fair fucking enough Black, did it did it make sense to you? Because you're just like, because yeah. he because he it's like he accepted the nerd word, like being called a nerd. He accepted it, and then at the same time, like I hate it. It's like, well, so what? What? <laughs> it's like I'm different. It's like he acknowledges that he's different. He acknowledges that uh, you know, that he'll never be a part of like you know normal mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Yet he hates the word. So it was like, you literally just, you didn't tell him shit. <laughs> you just walked into the next room and blew his fucking head up. And credits. <laughs> That's the end of the fucking movie, dude. I've never been left so just like wanting <laughs> at the end of a movie before in my entire life, dude. Until I saw that shit. I was, uh, I wanted a second paper mache head. That's what, that, that, that's what literally let me down. I was sad. I was sad. Or at least give me like, um, instead of having that fucking dumb speech, just blow both their heads up at the same time. Like, why? Why even? Why uh, even do it? Speaking of speaking of blowing things up, I just rolled across this article mm-hmm. about a uh, uh, GTA, and you know, you know about the Samsungs blowing up, right? Yeah. yeah. So there was a there was a mod in GTA where you could use a Samsung phone for a oh, bomb. Oh, that's fucked up, dude. <laughs> well, they've taken it off Samsung. I don't know if they filed a uh, a lawsuit of some sort, but they've taken them all off YouTube. Oh, boo. Ooh. I know. I was like, let it ride. Gotta let it ride, bro. Because, I mean, like, isn't it cool that you got a phone that has an app to make it look like a stop of frame? It's fucking cool. <laughs> Blow half your fucking face off. So, okay. with that being said, guys, this uh, <laughs> this leads us to our amazing rating system, which I'm very curious. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> who's who's going to rate what what? But we got uh, yeah. knee pads Surprise. and slippers. And, unfortunately, um... Joy DeCarlo actually missed out on this because we didn't we didn't start doing this until uh, much much later, but the way it works is uh, instead of doing a ten star rating or five star rating, we do two knee pads at the maximum for uh, let's say worshiping purposes, or two hater slippers for you to <laughs> uh, look across the lawn as you watch somebody get picked on at a bus stop by two douchebags <laughs> and not do anything about it to help them. Um, let's start with our guest, Joy DeCarlo. Knee pads or slippers? My kind what are you of- reading, boy? <laughs> um, I would uh, give it two knee pads. This is an absolute classic of bad movies. Like I said earlier, this is not uh, 
your average bad movie. This isn't something for the average Joe on the street. Oh, uh, no. People will probably have a hard time conceptualizing a movie like this. Um, so I, perfect for me. Fantastic. Hilarious. The fucking paper mache head just makes the movie. <laughs> two, two knee pads. Two stellar knee pads from Joy DiCarlo. Mr. Being Black. This is probably the first time where it is divided. And I say that it, it goes literally both ways, depending on what you're looking for in a movie. If you're looking for a movie to watch, to enjoy, for enjoyment of film purposes, it is two hater slippers. If you come into it knowing that you like cheesy B-movies, then it's knee pads. So that's why I'm I'm conflicted about this. One of the because I started to realize that as the movie was going on, once I accepted it for what it was, I started to enjoy it. But at the beginning, I completely hated it. So I don't have this is one of the movies I don't really have a definitive rating on, unfortunately. I feel you. I actually feel you, and I feel like that's like the most accurate uh, thing. Because like once. We we neglected to mention the leather daddy sequence. Uh, oh man, <laughs> shaking I thought, his ass I thought we had glossed up that. Sorry, baby, you have to wait in line. Boy, it has quotables for days, like for eons, my friend. But it's like there's moments, and, and right then is when I realized that um, it's not an act. When he made that quick head turn and his neck kind of collapsed on itself, I was oh, like, God. oh fuck me, uh, paper mache head, bro. That is the X factor in this shit, cause like I, I was so prepared for like two knee pads and just like cursing Joey's name, and uh, just talking massive shit, and then I saw that fucking paper mache fucking head, dude. But I mean, as funny as it was, oh. I have no want to watch it again. I don't want to do that. Really? To myself. <laughs> I would, no. I need like I, I, I would. I'll I'll put it this way: if you watch this movie again, you're not watching it. You're literally just looking at the person that you made watch it that whole time. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I can't really give it. I don't know how to rate it. It's a good communal experience. Yeah. Like you watched it. Now you're going to take someone that has no idea what they're getting into. And you're almost just watching them react to the awfulness of killer. Nerd. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, yeah, we kind of have to like go back to the old scale. Like, would you pass it along? And the answer is yes, dude. Like I have, like, yeah, I would. You know, just to make other people suffer. You got to have like a certain, <laughs> it's a certain friend. Like, like not, you know, you know that one stuffy asshole who just doesn't find shit funny. You can't make him watch this at all. It's just, he's going to ruin your day. No, it's more like, it's more like you're chilling. You got some people over. Y'all have nothing to do. And y'all are going through you. When y'all are going through YouTube, and you're like, you know what? Watch this. And you just turn it on and let it ride. See, until the beer runs out. I'll That's say, the kind of movie it is. I'll say Killer Nerd would do much better nowadays if it was literally like 45 minutes long. Like they, if they if you cut down just those lingering ass moments cuz that that's really what hurt it for me personally. Just shit stuck on just unnecessary shit for too long, dude. And and that's what made no, it painful. It bullshit aside, it literally could have been a 20 minute short. To and it would have held the same it literally could have held the same magic. I absolutely agree. So, uh, this is going to be a weird question. If this was a video game, uh, what the fuck would it be? Uh, I we'll got start with Joey. I got uh, it, it could be like a Trauma Center for the Wii, except you're uh, cutting people up and killing them with acid and attaching dynamite to their head. I'm going to think uh, like a Leisure Suit Larry type deal. Like it, <laughs> it, it'll be like a Sierra game. 
type shit. Cause like, I just, it's the only way I can see it. Like really just cartoonish, like with the stupid ass haircut. Like that's the only way, it has to be on DOS. It has to run on DOS. God, just, uh, Do you remember uh, Fester's Adventure? Yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it wouldn't be a good game. Like it has to, no. it has to be a piece of shit game, dude. Like just by, just to do movie justice, bro. It's just how we have to fucking roll. So, huh, let's go through this awesome ass body count real quick, man. Yeah. Uh huh. That body count. That body count. We got six total, but a question mark. It might be seven because I forgot the uh, dream girl was dead at the end of the movie for some fucking reason. She was face down in the pool of blood. (laughs) I don't know what that was about, but like, do do we count that or? Yes, it counts. Seven. So killing, killing of the only sexy thing in this movie, (laughs) which I did not appreciate. So we I actually kind of dug that. I was like, he's just on, he's on the spree. I was upset because she, imagination. Dream Girl did nothing. For, I mean, she didn't do nothing to him, dude. And it, he should have killed the Garfield phone for waking him up and ruining his uh, boner dream. That's my opinion. But uh, that takes us to skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy. I think they were welcomed more than nice. I was just like, okay, this is cool. They, they definitely weren't nice. <laughs> I just, I thought there were more coming. In there. There's, there's definitely some scrambled eggs effect on there. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Sorry to ruin the only good thing in the movie for uh, Yeah, they were sunny side up for sure. But well, I mean, wasn't there two sets of boobs? Because don't forget the uh, love doll. Uh, boo, we don't count those. Should, should <laughs> we be, don't want to think about that. We've we should, already tried to We should it. negative back to zero. That, that, was just, <laughs> that was not cool. I think my sex drive shut down as a defense mechanism after that scene. Oh, so, oh, dude, bonus <laughs> weren't a thing at that moment of time, bro. That was just, because uh, I went through menopause after that scene. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, that is fucking awesome, man. So that's fucking it, dude. I got nothing else, man. <laughs> this shit is yeah, I'm, I'm spent. My, my blew my wad. This is ill, gross. This is a special late night edition, anyway. But I'm that that took so much out of me, dude. Watching that shit, uh, Joey. Like you have no idea. Like that was that was like a solar flare contained in a dumpster. That was just blazing hot supernova fire of just trash. <laughs> Fucking rough. Thank you. There's plenty more where that. There's plenty more where that comes from. (laughs) What'd you say, Black? I said, "Well, while you're here, what do you want to do next?" (laughs) I know. I'd love for you guys to watch Mafia versus Ninja with me. You know what? That I do want to watch because, like, uh, I felt like you sent me that like a long time ago. And a long time ago, I sent you a link to that. uh, One of my favorite bad movies of all time. Was that the one he was like trying to deny the rape charge like right off the bat? Correct. Right off the bat. Right off the bat, he was like, I'm not a rapist. Like, 
My friend, two minutes. I never raped any women. You have the wrong man. Well, let's ask <laughs> That's like two people. minutes in. It's literally like the best intro to like well, anything. Let me ask you guys this. Since we're in October, yeah. any good horror movies? Has anybody seen any? I've been watching no. all the criteria that's uh, necessary for this uh, podcast, my friend. I have been desperately trying to get and stay caught up on all the TV shows that are out right now. So, I Well, I think it. you guys should definitely go on to YouTube and watch as many episodes from the second season of Baywatch Nights as you can for October. Okay, first of all, that theme song. <laughs> I'm, I, I marked this shit so we can have that. That's going to play us out. Fuck it. We're gonna have the Bay- Baywatch Nights theme play out. Bro, play us out this fucking. Episode. First of all, the first season they just tried to make it a detective show, like a NCIS type thing, and it didn't do well. So their solution was to make it into a version of the X Files. Dude, I just love it's the ultra amazing. sexy saxophone by being played, and I, and <laughs> David Hasselhoff's silhouette walking through smoke. So there's an episode where they're trapped in a video <sighs> game, which is probably oh. some of the best 60 minutes of television like since tv Wait, was invented time out. it was an hour-long show yeah <laughs> fuck, fuck. it was a different time it was the 90s joe you have any shout outs you'd like to give uh yeah shout out to you guys for having me on i always love listening to your show and I always just keep thinking of different bad movies that would be great for you guys to watch yeah so. please stop <laughs> oh all right i will <laughs> I'd also like to say that everyone out there, if they like listening to me talk and want to hear more, can go to SoWizardPodcast.com and find our podcast there every week. Links to all our social media accounts right on the right-hand side of the page, SoWizardPodcast.com. Awesome. Black, any shout-outs? Jeez, nuts. Yeah, oh, was... shit. Uh, oh, same old, same old, man. Slick dick. Slick dick. Slick dick records. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know what? That sounds like a fucking record company while you bullshit. Uh, shout out to uh, Sonny Chips, uh, Young Mustard, uh, Samoa Wrestling King, Boss Rhino. Um, shout out to, to I think it was the podcast that hooks us up. Uh, well, the, the, you know, the Nerd Podcast Mafia, the whole nine. Um, can't even think of it. Yeah, man. Fuck it. Nerdy, nerdy bitches, shout out. Shout out to Metal Geeks. Uh, yeah, man. Everybody have a good one. Peace.